Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, May 6th. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now today, the Bruins kick off their final homestand of the regular season. They play this evening against the New York Rangers, and then they host the Rangers again on Saturday afternoon before hosting the Islanders on Monday, and then they finish off the regular season on Tuesday against the Washington Capitals. We're going to get into all that here in a moment, but before we do, let me remind you to please hit that subscribe button if you have not already. Each new episode, Monday to Friday, will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can follow along at LOBostonBruins. On Instagram, we're Locked On Bruins, and you can find me, my hockey tweets, and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. I'll also be announcing our next locker room live, so be sure to uh, stay tuned for that, where you can join me to uh, actually talk about the Bruins on the locker room app, which is pretty cool. So please do download that if you haven't already. Also, now. The Bruins, like I said, they play host to the Rangers here on Thursday. The Bruins did not practice on Wednesday, so we don't really have much of an idea if there will be any lineup changes at this point, but we do know a lot about uh, the opponent coming in. They are coming off a very emotional uh, loss to the Washington Capitals on Wednesday. Of course, it was the first game. Since the Tom Wilson incident involving uh, Pavel Buchnevich and Artemi Panarin, Panarin, arguably the Rangers' best player, was injured in that game, will not be available for the balance of the regular season. Uh, Tom Wilson was not suspended. He was fined $5,000 for his uh, actions in that previous game where he, you know, Sucker punch. No, I wouldn't say sucker punch, but he took Butchnevich and Panarin down to the ice pretty heavily and then just pretty much piled on them with some punches to the face. He pulled Panarin's hair, pulled him down to the ice uh, without a helmet on. Uh, pretty ugly incident. And again, Wilson was fined the $5,000. Uh, the Rangers responded with a very harsh criticism of the NHL and a call for. NHL player safety head George Peros to lose his job. And then as it happened, they played again uh, last night. And of course, it was fight filled and uh, the teams racked up, you know, triple digits in penalties. Uh, Tom Wilson uh, played, began the game, fought, left after the first period with an apparent upper body injury. Uh, Butchnevich received a major penalty and a game misconduct for cross-checking uh, Capitals winger Anthony Manta in the face. Uh, so he's possibly 
going to be facing some supplemental discipline for that and may not be available. Uh, and on top of all that, the Rangers also announced the uh, firing, the departures of uh, President John Davidson and General Manager Jeff Gorton. Now, it was originally thought that they uh, perhaps had distanced themselves from the Rangers' harsh statement that was posted on Twitter uh, the other day. Turns out, may, it might be partly that, but also owner James Dolan felt the rebuild uh, wasn't progressing as fast as he had wanted, and he had higher expectations for the Rangers this season. They're not going to make the playoffs, of course, uh, partly due to you know Artemi Panarin missing a large chunk of the season because of uh, political threats against his family back in Russia. But all that to say, the Rangers, um, you know, a bit of a mess right now as they enter these couple games coming up against the Bruins, and they're very winnable games for Boston. Uh, they, again, will be without with Panarin, could be without Pavel Bichnevich, and um, just a lot of turmoil both on and off the ice for this team in recent days, and uh, they still could be facing a fine for that um, statement that they released the other night. I should add there was a nice story from that game as TJ Oshie recorded a hat trick just a couple days following the death of his father. A very emotional TJ Oshie after the game, getting support from his teammates. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I really like about hockey. And it was cool to see him come out and get not only a goal, but a hat trick. After his father, Tim, passed away on Tuesday at the age of 56, the Capitals honored Oshie's father by wearing circular black stickers with coach in white lettering on the helmets. Uh, Tim, of course, went by the name uh, coach, the nickname coach. So Chris Drury is the new president and general manager of the Rangers, and they come into Boston uh, here on Thursday for two games against the Bruins. It's there final two games of the regular season I believe yes and the Rangers have a record of 26 22 and 6 for 58 points they're 10 back of the New York Islanders for uh, fourth in the East Division they have a plus 23 goal differential which is pretty impressive for a non-playoff team uh, but again they'll be missing some key players even last night Chris Kreider didn't play Jacob Trouba didn't play Panarin didn't play uh, the probably be without Butchnevich. Uh so the Bruins here will have a good opportunity to pick up a couple points and try to move up a bit here in the standings as they enter this game they're one point up on the Islanders with the game in hand so uh, third place well within their grasp and they also have an opportunity to make up some ground on Washington and Pittsburgh uh, they're four back of both teams and they have two games in hand on the Penguins and one game in hand on the Washington Capitals. The Capitals could max out at 79 points. The Penguins can max out at uh, 77 points. And the Bruins, with four games left on the table, can max out at 77 points as well. So um, they, yeah, have a chance here to move up, uh, hoping that... Washington and or Pittsburgh drop some games along the way as well. Uh, the Bruins do play the Capitals to end the regular season. 
the Penguins play the Sabres tonight, so very winnable game there for them. Um, all that to say, the Bruins, yeah, not necessarily locked into third, but uh, they do have some ground to make up here, have some games in hand in order to do so, uh, but they need uh, those teams to kind of drop some points here as well. And we'll get into my optimal Bruins lineup for these upcoming games, but I just wanted to cap off this Rangers uh, Capitals discussion by saying, uh, you know, I think there was a lot of discourse on social media last night about, you know, the game, about the fights, about the people watching. And I think um, at Bonk's mullet uh, said it pretty well when he said, fighting isn't bad because it's not entertaining. I think we all tuned into that game uh, expecting some fights. We got some fights. The drama was very entertaining. And we were all wondering what was going to happen and who was going to explode. If there was going to be some extracurriculars, we got all that. But the uh, issue with that kind of play is the resulting brain damage, uh, the potential drug abuse that comes along with it, uh, the suicides that we've seen in the past among players who fought often. And, you know, while that is not necessarily the case anymore, there's no uh you know, noted enforcers or goons out there whose sole role is to punch faces, um, you know, these things do add up. And there is no other major sport that really allows fighting. Uh, technically, the NHL doesn't because there's five-minute penalties for fighting. But still, uh, in other sports, if you fight, you're suspended. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad it's kind of moved away from staged fights on the regular um, and these things do happen in the heat of the game but let's be honest a lot of us tuned into that game last night uh, in the same way that uh, if you're on the highway and you pass a car wreck you can't help but turn your head and look and uh, assess the damage and uh, it's not really the game that I love and the NHL should have at least suspended Wilson for this game, uh, kept him off the ice, tried to defuse the situation a bit, and uh, a failure to do that was indeed a failure on the NHL's part, and the Rangers were well within their rights to release that statement, although I do still expect them to get a pretty healthy fine. Uh, before we move on, let me talk for a moment about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. They're trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life. All you need is $500 to get started, and you can begin growing your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL to learn more. 
Now, this is, of course, a Bruins podcast, so let's uh, get back to talking about our Bruins. I thought it was important to kind of address what went on there last night and also, uh, yeah, the Rangers coming in and how they look uh, coming into these couple games against the Bruins, the state of the Rangers. They're kind of uh, pretty much done at this point and, like I said, should be uh, fairly beatable for our Boston Bruins. This is what I'd like to see from uh, the Bruins if everyone is healthy, remember Charlie Coyle was injured in the game the other night against the New Jersey Devils and with no practice on Wednesday. It's hard to say uh, what his status is, but hopefully he's okay. I think it was like uh, he took a shot from Brandon Carlo up high. Um, so we'll go through whether he's healthy or not. Uh, obviously, the top two lines should be no changes up there. Marshan, Bergeron, Pasternak. Hall, Krejci, Smith, uh, both lines playing very well lately, and the Bruins, uh, it's basically a 1A, 1B situation there uh, when it comes to their scoring lines based on how they have been producing as of late. On the third line, uh, the trio of Nick Ritchie, Sean Corrali, and Charlie Coyle had been playing very well, and they seem to have been clicking uh, all had scored recently. Uh, Corrali and Coyle had gone through pretty significant scoring droughts that had been ended. And Nick Ritchie, uh, you know, has been playing very well most of the season. He had a bit of a dip there, but uh, I believe he scored a few here over the last handful of games. Uh, so that line, all things being equal, would love to see them stick together for the time being. That's with Coyle healthy, of course. On the fourth line, I really liked the debrusque lazar Coolman trio uh, that we saw a couple games ago. Uh, last game, Bruce Cassidy made the decision to switch DeBrusque to the right side and insert Trent Frederick into the lineup on the uh, left side. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of having forwards play their off wings. I think DeBrusque is more comfortable and looks better on the left side. And I'd really like to see uh, that line stick together. If Bruce Cassidy is intent on putting Chris Wagner back in the lineup, I guess we can handle that. But I did really like that line of DeBrusque, Lazar, and Kuhlman. And in the same way that there's a 1A, 1B situation at the top of the lineup, I think it's like a, a 3A, 3B situation here in the bottom of the lineup. If you look at DeBrusque, Lazar, Kuhlman on other teams around the league, that could be a third line, even possibly a second line on some of the lesser teams. Not really a checking line in the traditional sense, but they can forecheck, uh, they can score, they can uh, dominate the puck, and that's really what you want at the end of the day. If, if you're needing to be hitting a lot, if you're needing to be um, protecting in the defensive zone, it means you don't have the puck, and this line has the ability to carry possession and keep the puck at the other end of the ice, which is the ultimate goal of the game, obviously. Uh, so I really like that trio. Now, if Coyle is injured, we could get a situation where Kuhlman's put on that uh, right side and Wagner comes in on the, the fourth line. Uh, but for me, Trent Frederick hasn't really shown much lately to warrant a ton of playing time. Uh, so he would probably be the extra man as well as Wagner for me. Now on the blue line... Uh, there's some debate as to whether 
Uh, you kind of load up the top four with Grizzlick, McAvoy, Riley, Carlo, and then go with the third pair like Lozon and Miller. Or if you uh, kind of spread it out a bit and put Lozon with McAvoy and then go uh, Grizzlick, Carlo, Riley, Miller, or uh, vice versa, Riley, Carlo, uh, Grizzlick, and Miller. I really like the pairing of Grizzlick McAvoy. If you look at the underlying numbers, one of the strongest defensive pairings in the NHL in terms of possession and expected goals and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's one of the better top pairings in the NHL, quite frankly. And I would love to see them stay together. Uh, but I do see the logic behind putting Lozon with McAvoy and kind of sh spreading things out a bit. It's perhaps not optimal uh, in terms of expected performance but it's balanced and um, I could see Bruce Cassidy uh, doing that like I've said many times here if you go on a deep playoff run you're going to need a bunch of different players so these things are subject to change uh, Connor Clifton Steve Camfer, Jared Tenorti could see some time in there Jacobs Borrell as well uh, but that for me is the best top six that uh, the Bruins have to offer at this point. In terms of goalies, we know we had Yaroslav Halak start the last game. It really does look like he has lost his grasp on the second starter role. And so over these next four games, I'd probably rotate um, Rask and Swayman here. I would like to see Rask in the final game against the Capitals. So I don't know if you put in Swayman tonight and then go Swayman-Rask, uh, Swayman-Rask, but with Rask not having started the previous game, I could see where it would be maybe uh, Rask, Swayman, Swayman, Rask to end the season. But um, again, also possibly keeping Halak dressed and on the bench in that backup role, but uh, the true number two starter being uh, Jeremy Swayman at this point. Let me know what you think about all of these lineup decisions. Hit me up at LO Boston Bruins or at ENC McLaren. Uh, the Bruins have some, you know, good problems on hand here as uh, they prepare for the playoffs. Bruce Cassidy with some decisions to make in terms of who to dress, who to sit. Uh, but hopefully the guys who are sitting uh, remain motivated for when they can get in and the Bruins can, uh, you know, go on a long playoff run here beginning in a couple weeks before we get to some news and notes from around the nhl let's talk about rock auto a family-owned business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years if you go to rockauto.com you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil even new carpet their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, their prices are always reliably low, and the same for pros as well as do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for NHL, NBA, MLB, and UFC action. Before the next game, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, 
sign-up bonuses, and contest information that they have over there. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you sign up for your free account. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. Mark andre Fleury picked up his 490th career victory to move into sole possession of third place on the all-time wins list. Uh, in that game, a lot of fights in that game as well for some reason. It would be a pretty entertaining playoff series, the Wild and the Knights. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov scored twice for the Wild, and uh, that would be a heck of a series based on last night's action. Uh, the St. Louis Blues, uh, good news. They failed to clinch a playoff spot in the West Division following a 3-2 shootout loss to the Ducks. Uh, the Blues did honor David Backus with a video tribute commemorating his 10 seasons in St. Louis. He's in the final season of the contract that he had signed with the Bruins after serving as the Blues captain for a number of years, and it's expected that he's going to retire after the season. Uh, I do recommend you go and check out the video that they posted, uh, a pretty emotional, and it was cool to see uh, all the Blues line up and uh, shake hands and, and hug with Bacchus after the game, uh, including Tori Krug, who wasn't dressed, uh, but Bacchus found him on the bench, and they had a, a nice moment uh, there as well. Uh, those two former Bruins who came so close to winning a Stanley Cup in 2019. I'll always wonder whether Bacchus should have played in that Game 7, but I think I've mentioned that before. We won't uh, belabor that point here uh, anymore. And speaking of former Bruins, I forgot to mention the other day that Milan Lucic has waived his no-move clause for the Flames ahead of the expansion draft, uh, meaning he will not be protected uh, from being chosen by the Kraken in the expansion draft. Who knows if they have an appetite to add him and his uh, contract. He has two seasons remaining on it with a pretty hefty cap hit. Uh, but, you know, if they want some veteran experience, uh, he certainly would bring that. Uh, not sure, you know, they seem to be wanting to build based on strong analytics and good value contracts so I'm not sure he really fits into that but um, he will be made available to be selected by the Seattle Kraken in the uh, expansion draft uh, what else is going on I think that's pretty much it for today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins again recording this prior to uh, practice here on Thursday so uh, keep it locked to at ENC McLaren and at LO Boston Bruins for any lineup news and adjustments here for tonight's game against the Rangers. I hope you're all doing well, having a good week. The weekend is in sight, and I, for one, am looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, not too much that we can do up here as we remain in lockdown, but it is Mother's Day weekend and try to do something fun. Uh, last night, what did I do last night? Watched the latest episode of The Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale and uh, got to credit the writers there for being able to reach new depths of bleak on a weekly basis. A very depressing show, but we are committed and uh, we'll watch until the end. 
I have been watching Detectorists on Amazon Prime, which is a very delightful BBC show, which I recommend. And also continuing through the Last Kingdom book series um, on number five now, I think. It's a Netflix show you may uh, be aware of, uh, but it's based on a series of 13 books uh, that are also very entertaining. Just some book recommendations for you. And uh, music-wise, I'm looking forward to um, a new album from Weezer tomorrow. Van Weezer finally comes out. The world probably doesn't need a new Weezer album, but I, for one, will gladly take it these days. Uh, Been a fan since the beginning, and will continue to stick with them, uh, for better or worse. So yeah, friends, thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you all have a great Thursday. Please do take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Try to get outside. Enjoy the May weather and uh, just do what you can to try to stay positive today. And uh, yeah, thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Later.